Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Well, welcome back to another episode of Eat Shit and Dice. Today we're going to be talking about. I'm Jared. Yes, you're Jared, and I'm Johnny. Thanks. And uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite games that have mechanics that we dislike today. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about playing games with people who fix cars. Right. Yes. 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 I don't like people that fix cars. No. They're dirty. Yeah. I'm kidding. I mean, they do have dirty hands sometimes. They do, yeah. Well, yeah. well a guy that we play games with quite often is a mechanic. And I'm he... not sure he's a mechanic. I think maybe he works on garage doors, but I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. But he... <laughs> he does something that makes him have, like, the mechanic, like the engineer yeah. hands yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Uh, welcome back, and um, yeah, let's do this. good theme song thanks i didn't make it it's better than the disney theme song we had in our very first episode yeah and uh, was that under the sea or was that i just can't wait to be king i think it was a mixture of the two and i don't remember if i left that in or if i cut that out um you left part of it in okay. i think so um jared what are some of the mechanics like without talking about games specifically what are some game mechanics that you generally dislike by and large i dislike roll and move uh, I'm not a big fan of pick up and deliver. Um, um, I don't like player elimination. Yeah. Usually. Player elimination. I don't like, um, I also don't like games that prioritize theme over mechanics. So like you could spend a lot of time like, wow, this is look how beautiful this artwork is. And, and wow, you got to fight monsters and, oh, you're fighting monsters by randomly rolling dice. Random. Oh. I don't like games that are so... I don't generally like games that are so random that you can be playing the game really, really well and yeah. still get your butt kicked. Right. If there's no luck mitigation, then... Yeah. Like, I, I love the idea of Dice Masters. I love the idea of Dice Masters. But no matter how well-crafted your team is... The dice can you totally pull the like wrong mess die you out over. of the bag, and you're like, okay, cool. Well, this isn't the die that I wanted, but maybe I can still roll some. Oh, nope. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so games that are too random sometimes can really, um, yeah, randomness. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I also don't like, um, it's something that I'm guilty of, uh, sometimes quarterbacking games. Um, that is a problem in a lot of co-ops. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, I play a lot of co-op games. Yeah. But they aren't generally my favorite genre of games because I am fairly competitive. And I don't like a game where I can't... Where I can't win. And I also hate dexterity games. Well, yeah, that's a bunch of that's a bunch of BS. Um, I don't like I really CCG like dexterity style games. If you tell me that a game, if I have to build a deck or an army or something like that before I sit down, oh sure, sure, I'm out. Almost, almost, almost a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. So yeah, those are those are speed games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I'm terrible at them. So when we do the episode about real-time games, um, 
when we're doing our market research on that, which is what I mean when I say you have to play games that you haven't played because you hate them. Yeah. And I might find some that I like, mm -hmm. but a lot of them I'm going to maybe not like because I get frustrated with them. Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, it's fine. But I try to go into any game I haven't played regardless, and this is how some of the games that we're going to talk about today are found. I try to go into a new game even if it has some of those mechanics in it with an open mind because I might find that those mechanics are treated in a new way. Mm-hmm that I like the game or that the theme can overwhelm that mechanic I don't like and I enjoy the game. Something about it can make me enjoy something I might have previously disliked. And I'll play anything twice. Yeah. Um, most of the time I'll try to give a game at least two tries before I completely say I'm out. So what are some examples um, for you, Jared? What are some games that you really like that have some of those mechanics? Well, okay. So I know... That our listeners knows, or our listener knows, our, our listener. single listener <laughs> knows that you and I both like space games. Yes, we so, do. So, I, okay, I, I probably could figure out the correct answer to this. I don't know if the game is pronounced Zia, Zaya, Shao. I've always said Zia. Yeah, that's what I always say, but I, I don't know. Um, anyway, Legends of a Drift System. Uh, it's got a lot of really cool mechanics, but it also has roll and move. So... <sighs> Like, I don't like roll and move, but at at the core of this game, it's a roll and move game. You know, it is. But to tell you, I got to say this. I played Zia and I liked it. And yeah. honestly, I don't think I noticed. Really? That it was a roll and move until after the fact. And I was like, wait a minute. I just got tricked into playing a roll and move. Yeah, game. yeah, you did. Um, there's an expansion coming out. Uh, should be pretty soon. That kind of changes the luck mitigation. It. I don't know that it removes the roll and move, but it certainly will help. Right. Um, Talisman also has roll and move. Talisman as it is, like if you just look at the mechanics of Talisman on paper, th that's not a good game. But when you play Talisman, somehow you have fun. Now, um, I haven't played it yet, but I've heard Coliseum is a little bit of a roll and move, but I've heard it's really good. Well, uh, the one from Tasty Minstrel? Yes. Well, I will have to email them about that because I still can't find my copy of that. Oh, super bummer. Yeah. I thought you said that you had it. I, well, I don't know. I guess, we'll, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so I was talking about the random element of a game and yeah. I have to say Castle Panic, Star Trek Panic uh -huh. has a really high element of randomness to it and um, it can kind of make you lose the game because of the oh randomness? man i just lost the game what yep don't worry about it um yeah if you want to watch us play castle, castle panic, panic and we, get our butts kicked we do have bad. a video uh we've i've talked about how due to a technical disturbance it's only for like the last maybe yeah, 10 minutes yeah. of the game but uh we, but we did we did lost we lost one of the cameras we also lost the game and we lost the game because i mean we were doing really well until one person's turn like totally like effed us over wow anyway so i really like castle panic and star trek panic i really really like them but they have that randomness element that make like you can make you completely lose the game and usually yeah, yeah. Usually I'll just turn my nose up at a game like that and be like, no, no, I'm not playing it. But there's enough 
other things going on in the game that I can enjoy it despite that. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to get some hate from you on this. That's okay. So I like Zombicide. I don't. Right, and that's fine. We, we're allowed to like different things. But the one thing that I do not like about Zombicide, other than the you know collectible Kickstarter exclusiveness... Right. Um, I hate the targeting system. So if I'm shooting at a zombie, but you're there with the zombie, for some reason I shoot you before I shoot the zombie. That means you're just a bad shot? Yeah. I mean... So I, now I house ruled it, and I guess this is a newer official rule in one of the newer games. If you and I are fighting a zombie and I try to shoot the zombie and I miss, like I just whiff on my roll, then I'll shoot you versus like, Oh no, there's a person over there being attacked by a zombie. Pew pew. Oh no. I shot my friend instead of the zombie. That's, that's dumb. That's dumb. It's pretty dumb. Like, I guess thematically they were going for like, Oh no, there's a zombie. You're freaking out. It's real scary. Survival horror. What's going to happen? Are you going to shoot the zombie or are you going to miss the zombie? But it's just, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, it's pretty lame. It's dumb. Now, when I teach the game, I teach the official rule. But when I play, I have I only played the game three times. And I, you know, I don't hate playing the game. So when I say I don't like zombie side, I should specify. But I, I well, actually, I should clarify by saying I don't. I will never own any zombie side because I think it's ridiculous the amount of game you have to have in order to play the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous and I will never own it. But if I'm in the right mood, if you ask me to play it and you own it and you're going to set it up and you're going to tell me what's going on, I'll play it because fun can be had playing it. I That's just true. refuse to own it. I so... Mean. You know, in the same, in the horror realm, um, I've talked about London Dread before, and I absolutely love that game. I mean, heck, it's on my 10 by 10, but it does have a mechanic that normally I would be really scared of, and I guess it's kind of sort of what you would refer to as a programming mechanic. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. You and I had a conversation about this. I think it counts because, I mean, you, you have the clock. And you put what locations your characters go to. And you can't change it later. I mean, right. you've basically programmed your movements yeah. for the next phase of the game. It does have... It, now, it's not a programming game. It just has... It has kind of an a, element a, The movement to mechanic is through programming. Yeah, yeah. And I'll oh say gosh, that... This, this, oh, I wish you guys could see. I'm going to try to take a picture of this. My, one of my cats is laying, like rolling around on the floor underneath me right now. I can't see it either, oh God, but I'm sure it's cute. So London Dread, it's got oh, it's so got cute. that sort of programming element that normally would really scare me because I am not good at thinking ahead in a game. To at least led too far ahead. If I have to think too far ahead, I will freak out, I will panic, things will get hectic, I will become overwhelmed, and I will either flip the table and be done. Or I will just completely like shut down and not do well at all. Um, I've gotten to play London Dread twice now. <laughs> do, you, do you mean like that time that we played Galaxy Trucker? Yes. And you just I picked up our table pee, and yeah. <laughs> you picked up you picked up our little yeah. spaceship things and just dumped them I in the box. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and 
that was kind of programming a little bit too. I get over. We were just like, John D, what are you doing? <laughs> I well, do. I guess we're done playing this. I get overwhelmed and because it gets so hectic in my head and I can't. I just can't. But um, for some reason, London Dread, even though it's timed and it does have that hectic feel to it, there's something with the co-op that helps me stay calm enough that I'm able to get through it. I still suck pretty bad, but I'm able to get through it and I really like it. Right. But now you're about to... Sort of contradict. I mean, I'm reading ahead here. You're you're sort of about to contradict a thing that you said. I am, I so, am. I don't but know. I already said that co-op games aren't always my my favorite. Yeah. Um, I guess that's fair. I I don't dislike them. They just aren't always my favorite because I like being. I like the ability to win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I don't like games that have, you know, player elimination is not fun. It's not fun because then you're just like, well. It's not. I lost. I guess you guys keep playing for another hour and a half and I'll just sit here. But certain games do it in a way that it's okay. Like Secret Hitler. Yeah. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Secret Hitler. I I think it's an okay game. Uh, Most of the time. Fun can be had if you're in the right group. Yes, yes. I would say nine times out of ten, I would rather play the the Resistance. But Secret Hitler's fine. See, I'm not a... I haven't okay. I haven't played the Resistance. I've watched other people play it, and it seems like it would be kind of hectic. Uh, it's well, I mean, it's not exactly the same game. It's very similar, um, but it has player elimination, and it doesn't really bother me as much as it does in other games. The same with uh, Bang the Dice Game. Right. It's it, the game is so short that oh no, I was I'm killed. Well, in five minutes, I'll be back in the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind player elimination so much in a shorter game. Right. But if like, you get killed in like a, a huge game of werewolf, just leave. Yeah. No kidding. Like there's, well, there's groups Hitler, of people that play at a Gen Con. The player elimination doesn't happen until later in the game. Yes, so it's yes. not so bad. But like there's groups at Gen Con. They're, oh, let's play secret. What's the game is called? What's werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Were- let's, werewolf. Let's, let's play werewolf. Well, well, someone has to die in the first night. Oh, it's you. Honestly, that's why if I'm gonna if if I'm going to play Werewolf, I would rather play the One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Yeah, and I just didn't like that one. We've talked I, I about that. Yeah, we've but, talked about it. But anyway, and Cashing um, Guns also has that. It does have player elimination. I've been killed but... on, on the first turn in Cashing Guns. <laughs> yeah, you have. Because <laughs> everybody... everybody's like, "Oh, let's shoot Jared." And you didn't think we'd all be yeah, using I'm like, bullets. "Come on, guys! You can't all, all all five of you can't have. Come on." Yeah. Oh, you all did. I'm super dead. Yeah. We just love you that much. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so most of the time, there, but there are games that have player elimination that I like anyway, and yeah. How'd you make that red? Would you, did you just change the background color? I just, yeah, I highlighted oh, it. cool. We're talking about our <laughs> nifty um, highlight. I couldn't figure out how you, you crossed yours out. Yeah. I couldn't figure out how to do that. So um, so I guess I'm going to contradict myself here in, in the co-op thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't hate co-op games. I don't. But they aren't like the first genre I'm going to jump into because I like to be competitive. So Turtles, the Shadows of the Past, it's mostly co-op. It's four against one, basically. Um, It's co-op in the same way that Dungeons and Dragons is co-op, though. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it 
you still feel like you've individually gotten some wins because you're like, yeah, I took out that guy all by myself. I'm awesome, dude. Whatever. Um, I'm going to let you get away with that because we're talking about Ninja Turtles. But don't ever say dude like that ever again, please. <laughs> I only do it when I'm like being Michelangelo. <laughs> what I won't do is ever be all uh, Power Rangers-y about it. Oh, go, 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 Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I watched that video. Yeah. You did it first. Did I? Yes. No. You totally did I it first. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think. I may have been trolling. I don't, I don't know. You are not, you're not a big fan of, um, games with like traders. Okay. So, no, I, I, I totally am. I love hidden role trader games. Okay. But the problem is, okay. So, the reason that I don't like Betrayal at House in the Hill, uh-huh. uh, other than it's really kitschy and really fiddly, like the the the, the pentagons—that's what the, that's the shape of the uh, like the character investigation boards. If you barely touch them, all of your stats get messed up. Mm. But the reason, the number one reason I dislike that game—if you're in a group playing it, someone's the traitor. When the haunt is revealed and the traitor is revealed, it's inevitably every single time that I've played someone that has never played a board game before in their life. So they get this rule book and they can't ask questions. They can't be like, what does it mean when it says whatever? Because it ruins oh. the game. So every single time I've played Betrayal, it's been like, great. This guy has literally never seen dice in his life before. And somehow he gets the special <laughs> rule book that he has to figure out. This yeah. is this is awesome. Yeah. that I can, I can see where that would be a problem. Yeah. So if you want to play Betrayal at House on the Hill, play Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition instead. It's a different game, but it has it's similar and it doesn't have that problem. Okay. Maybe okay. I'm just being nitpicky, but every time I've played it, the game has been ruined for me. The experience has been ruined. Okay. Well, earlier I said I don't like CCG games or yeah. anything that I have to pre-build a deck or an army. Uh, yeah, but this is exactly what this game is. It is. Um, I like Versus, the, the... The new one. The new one. Not the old one. Yes. I've never played the old one. Well, some sometime I'll dig around and I'll find my old Versus cards and... Yeah, I've, ne I've never it's, played it. It's different. I, I do know the differences, um, but I haven't played the old one. I really like it. I like the mechanics of it. I think it's really fun to play. I will say I have never tried to build my own deck... And I never will. You just net decking? Yes. I either build, I either play with the decks that are suggested in the rule book, or I get it on a BGG and I build decks that other people have used because I am not, while I'm normally a competitive person, I, I'm not ever going to play this game competitively ever. It is a game I will just sit down and play for fun against my husband or against somebody else that's playing it because I think it's kind of a fun game. Well, you and I know someone that's going to Gen Con the only reason he's going is to try to win $10,000 from this tournament in the versus tournament. Mm -hmm. Do we? Yes, we do. Very cool. I did not, yeah. I did not know that. Very cool. Cause I know somebody else that's going to try to win $10,000 in the legendary tournament. Maybe that's what he's doing. Are we talking about John? We're talking about John. Okay. <laughs> yeah. John, John plays in the legendary tournament. All he right. does not play well, versus. Well, shows how much I pay attention to what, games people are playing right right um i do really enjoy versus i i will never play competitively but if anybody 
plays versus and they see me, I will almost never say I won't say no if they say, hey, you want to sit down and play versus because I think it's a fun, fun game. Mm -hmm. Um, If it was still completely CCG with boosters. mm -mm, Yeah. Yeah. I would completely not play. But since you buy the games, buy, buy the cards and sets. It keeps me enough that I'll play and buy the sets. Now, so, so I'm going to full, full disclosure here. The only part of verses that I ever bought of the, the new verses is the, the new starter set. I bought two copies of that because I was told that's what you need to do to actually get enough cards to play with two players. That is correct. Um, which is a load of crap, by the way. If you put out a two player starter set and you have to buy two of them to actually play you two really players. Don't. You really only need one. For two players, it's just if two players were to be wanting to build with the exact same characters, mm-hmm. you would need two boxes. Well, but you really could build literally four decks out of the one box. Everything that I was reading on BGG ahead of time was like, hey, uh, just to let you know, they packed it the exact way that they're packing the new L5R, which if you want to play the new L5R, you have to buy three copies of the base set. Well, S- please, companies, stop doing companies. Stop doing that. <laughs> if you're going to release a game, release the game. I can I can tell you that... That's going to sound really good. If you buy Versus and you're just going to play it for fun, you and like your girlfriend or you and your son or whatever, and you are okay with not using the same characters or the same teams, you can both play out of one box and it will never be a problem. I imagine you can actually do that with the new L5R as well. Like if you're just casually playing, you, you can just get away with buying just one. I mean, there are four complete teams in that box and more than enough to build different decks of those teams in that box. Sure, sure. So just um, saying. Well, what about. Okay, so I was talking about Alpha Gamers and quarterbacking. Which you can be, but that's okay because a lot of times I appreciate that. Oh, sure. Thanks. Especially in a co-op game that I'm not as familiar with. Like Pandemic, a game that I've played. It's like one of your favorite games. At minimum, I've I've probably played it a thousand times. Probably. I probably really have. And it's one of your favorite games. But I do know from time to time when people play Pandemic, there's a lot of other players telling other players what to do. Like, hey. On your turn, you need to do this, this, and this. Now, towards the end of the game, I, I'm totally like, okay, everybody shut up. <laughs> everybody shut up. <laughs> we have two turns left. Everybody just shut up and let me think about this math problem. How can we do this? I, like, I do that. I know you I do, do that. You do, but... But I don't like games that encourage that kind of behavior. And unfortunately, Pandemic really does. It really does. It does, but you know what? I... I've only played one game of Pandemic so far, and I did enjoy it, and you weren't that bad. Oh, I was trying real hard to keep my mouth shut. You did real good. I don't remember if we... I think we, I think we, we lost. Won, no, did we, we won win? that game. Okay. Because I said afterwards, I was like, you know, everybody says that Pandemic's like super hard, and I'm not feeling oh, it. And yeah. you were like, oh, next time we're just going to go super hard on yeah, you. Yeah, well, we played... <laughs> this I forgot. We played on like easy. Yeah. And I normally play with everything. Yeah. So I really want to play the Cthulhu Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, I might buy it and take it to Geekway and make you play it with me. Oh, okay. Sure. Maybe. We're, we're yeah. taking, like, a truckload of games <sighs> with us. I Not feel a like. truckload. I know. It just feels like it. So, yeah. We just, we just really need to work on some of our 10 by 10s and having four days of just pure gaming. I'm excited about that. Yeah. 
so excited. And um, if you are one of, well, <laughs> by the time you hear this, we'll already be there. So. Yeah. Well, it will already be back. Yeah, that's true. We well, should probably cut this whole part out. No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll have, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Geekway on the next. We will. Next one. Will. Um, I'm taking some of our equipment with us and um, we'll, we'll interview some people. We'll talk to some people. We'll get some comments. Um, so blah, 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 yeah, blah, 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 blah. So make so, sure you keep an eye on our social media to find out how you can be a part of that. Right. Right. Even though it already <laughs> happened. Yeah. Even though it's already happened and we're already back now and we're yeah. probably already starting to post content from it yeah. anyway. So I see that you've listed Mysterium and Deception Murder Hong Kong yes. here. Yes. I've played Deception Murder Hong Kong with you. Yeah. Have I not? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I thought. Cause I've seen people talk about it. And I'm like, I'm pretty, sure i've played that? yes you have played that okay so tell me like your what are your likes there and okay. dislikes or so whatever so i think mysterium and deception murder at hong kong are both really good games the problem is if you sit down and think about the game that you're playing essentially what you're doing at the end is making random guesses you realistically you don't have enough time to gather every single bit of information that you need to have perfect awareness of what's going on in the game you can get about approximate knowledge and then be like, okay, well, I'm going to guess at what I'm guessing. And, you know, I, I guess that's part well, of the game. Cause if you could just sit down and be like, okay, let's look at all of the answers. Okay. I know the answers. Well, I mean, I feel like, especially with Mysterium thematically, it's supposed to be like that because the ghost can't yeah. communicate right. to the you. The ghost can't fully. tell you if, if like you are correct or what you're, yeah. So the whole thing is you're trying to interpret from these these pictures that the ghost is sending you. Right. So, so we, we should probably explain. I feel like Mysterium is pretty well known, but Deception Murder Hong Kong is not, not as, as well known. known. And yeah. honestly, I remember playing it, but I'm going to need a refresher on the game. So a, a murder has happened, and one of the characters is the murderer. Oh, right. And okay. there's a variant where one of the characters is like an accomplice and knows what's going on. But so everyone's job is to look at the equipment and there's, there's some evidence that's been left behind and like murder weapons that have been left behind or whatever. And you have to go around and be like, all right, uh, here's, I'm going to investigate is, are these the correct things? Let me, it's just a cat screaming. Um, I'm not, I feel like I'm not doing a very good job explaining the game, but essentially you're, it's a solving a case game. It's a hidden role, sort of. There's clues. Uh, I, I wish I could be like, oh, just go to YouTube and check out th- this guy's. I mean, I don't know if like Rado did a thing. I don't know, but I really like Rado. We don't normally talk about other podcasts and other board game people, but we've mentioned them on on the occasion. Uh, but but essentially, what you're doing is you're you're gathering this information. Players take on the roles of investigators attempting uh-huh. to solve a murder case. Yes. But there's a twist. The killer is one of the investigators. Yes. Each player's role and team are randomly assigned at the start of play and include the unique roles of forensic scientist, witness, investigator, murderer, and possibly accomplice. Yes. While the investigators attempt to deduce the truth, the murderer's team must deceive and mislead. This is a battle of wits. Yes. So in the middle of the table, there's some... That's from BGG. There's some cards. He that, was not explaining it well, so I just went and looked it up. 
there, there's some cards that have like uh, time of day and you have to the, the I think the forensic scientist is the is the actual role here um, as the but, game mat they're the game master Forensic scientist holds the solution to the crime. Yes. They're responsible for assisting the investigators in identifying the key evidence and the means of murder. Essentially, you point at stuff and they're, you're told, like, yes, this is useful information or no, this is not useful information. Yes, this is during the game. The forensic scientist is not allowed to hint to the solution with words, gestures, or eyes. Yep. But when you play it, there's not enough time. There, you don't have enough turns. I do remember that. Actually, we lost when we yes, played, didn't we? Yes. Like, we knew who the murderer was, and we we were like, okay, well, we know for a fact that th- th- this coffee cup is, is part of this, because the time of the day was important. But the coffee cup wasn't important. It was just a bad clue, and there wasn't enough time for right. them to fix the clue. I remember that now. So, it was a fun game. I you, remember that. You can't but... get perfect information i remember it being frustrating yeah. it is frustrating but i love the game yeah i, I want to play it constantly it only takes like 15 minutes to play so i mean i you know we could play three games of it in an hour it's yeah. a really good game and it's probably really lose fun. all three yes <laughs> but that mechanic drives me crazy don't yeah. put hidden information in a game where you can't get to the information it drives me nuts right i feel like um that um sherlock and what was it? Uh, Watson, Watson and Sherlock. Uh, Watson, Watson and Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. But what was really frustrating was the fact that you got information like super bad out of order. Yeah. So all of the information was there. It was. But if you didn't follow the clues in the exact right order, sometimes you'd be like, why is this? And you wouldn't pick up on things. Why sometimes. is this important? There's a glove in a pocket. Okay. Yeah. And then like three clues later, you're like, he was missing a glove. But you might not have picked up on it at right. all. Might not have written it down. Now let's be careful not to to discuss that game too much because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. For anyone, yeah. But yeah, yeah I loved it. And I I I want to play it some more. But, but it's just yeah. all of the information is there. But if you go about it the wrong way, it can you be frustrating. Can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, don't put <laughs> don't put information in games when you can't get to it. Yeah, it's really just frustrating as a player to be like, oh, my God, if I had just done these two things in this opposite order. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Like I had all that information written down in my notebook. I had it all there. So did I. And then when I tried I to assemble it, it together, I, I wrote one wrong thing. And I was like, oh, my God, now that I've. Oh, God, so obvious. So I got to say, and I hope that, this that game is kind of like a combination of clue. And so possible spoiler warning you can just like skip the next like 30 seconds of this okay um if you haven't played the game and you're going to oh be careful i can always just bleep it out if it's if if you think it's a spoiler if it's too much um i didn't think the was important so i didn't write anything down about it and so it really hurt me later sure yeah maybe i'll just take out that one word i didn't think something was important I'll even say that again. I didn't think something was important, so I did not write it down. And later on, I was like, crap, there were a lot of details that I read earlier. I didn't write them down, and now I wish I had them. Yeah, and that that one thing, one thing. was the whole crux of that crime. <laughs> it really was, yeah. and it really hurt. So, um, yeah. And then the one, the other, well, one other thing that I have, and then I'll let you do your last one here, sure, is sure. I don't really like games that prioritize theme over mechanics, like Arkham Horror. 
I like Arkham Horror. I really do. I haven't played that. But at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of random mechanics that are thrown together. And it's like, oh, it's it's Cthulhu. It's really scary. It's really hard. You'll probably lose. But it's just random moving around, fighting monsters. And it's just a mishmash of mechanics that do not work. They just do not work. The game is just, it just feels very meh. Mm. But I like it. (laughs) <laughs> do I want to play it all the time? No. But no. if someone's like, hey, man, you want to come over and play Arkham Horror? I've already got it set up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right kind of like me with um, Zombie Side. If somebody's like, hey, this game's already set up. Do you want to play it? I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, sure. 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 So I don't like, I, I guess when I said speed games, I guess you would call it real time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and games with no turns. It's because I am really bad at processing things in that real time scenario real bad at it well we're gonna do a whole episode about those games i'm real bad at it but around the same time i played both sushi dice and blend off Mm -hmm. and with the exception of that stupid bell yuck bing yuck bing bing. so with the exception of the bell in sushi dice i hate that bell so much but i do enjoy the game can i add that as a mechanic here's games that i don't like that have bells sushi dice uh pit uh, other games that have yeah. bells. But I did really enjoy both of those games. And those are both games where you're like doing something. And I would add maybe Dr. Eureka to that as well. Yeah. that that Because mm. you're trying yeah. at the same time yeah. as other people that to do. That one is a speed game. That's not a real time game. That okay. That's legitimately a speed game. Well, Blend Off, I would say, is kind of a mixture. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real bad at that, but I enjoyed them. I will probably never win a game like that because well, I just can't process, oh my gosh, I have what that card wants me to have. My favorite game in that genre is Escape, uh, Curse of the Temple. Is that? Okay. It's by Queen Games. It's a dice game. You have to maneuver your characters through a temple and you you flip the tiles over as you go. So like you don't have the layout of the temple. Right. So I've seen that game. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it played or anything. When it came out, all I could think about were those stupid mobile games where you're like trying to run but you don't know where you're like yeah and those games i they they infuriate me and i swear i'm surprised i haven't broken a phone because of those games and so i was worried that it would be like one of those games Uh, it's not it's not (laughs) i i'm not very good and i get frustrated and i'm not a flip the table gamer but those are the games that probably get me as close to being a flip the table gamer as i ever will be and that's fun but you're still going to have to play it. And I will. Like I said, I will go into any game with with an open mind. Because, sure. because any of these mechanics that I think I might not like. They could be presented in a way that they're not bad. They really could. Or they could be in a theme that I think is super fun. Like Sushi Dice and Blend Off happen to be food games. And yeah. I really enjoyed them probably partly because of the food theme. I would love to do a video episode about Escape Curse of the Temple. Oh, yeah. Because the game takes like 10 minutes to play uh, unless you die or win sooner. Uh, So basically the way it works, you're rolling dice, you're moving through the temple, but at certain points you have to get back to a safe room. And if you don't make it to the safe room, your character's crushed and you you lose a die. If you lose all of your dice through various different means, your character is dead. If everybody escapes from the temple, then you win. You well, either all win or you all lose. I have discovered that I do like dice games. Mm-hmm. 
Especially press your luck style dice games. It sort of is. I mean, it has some aspects of luck pressing because you have to roll the dice and they get locked into certain things. Like if you're rolling to get eight torches, you know, you're committing these dice. Like, okay, do we want to commit dice? If we unlock it now, Mm -hmm. we can move. But if we try and we roll two more of these torches, then we can get the better thing. Right. I enjoy dice games. That is... I will try almost any dice game at least once or twice because I enjoy dice. There's something amazingly awesome about the sound of rolling dice. I have three dice tattooed behind my ear. That's true. I thought there was four, but you would know better than I would. No, there's only three. I don't really look over there. There's three. Okay. I know Um, you used to have a really gross D20 that was really lumpy. It was so bad. And then you got it redone and it looks much better. I did. I want to get a meeple tattooed behind the other ear. Oh, sure, sure. Well, I guess I guess we've gabbed about this long enough. Do you want to talk about the other important thing that we're here to talk about? Yeah, so Origin Award nominees have been announced this week. Uh, it's the Academy of Adventure Gaming Art and Design. It's the Academy of Adventure Gaming Arts and Design. It's They call them Origins Award. Yeah, it's the Origins Award. Um, and we're not going to go through all of the categories because some of them just really don't fully pertain to us yeah we don't really talk about role-playing games even though we both really love and play role-playing games we don't really talk about them we don't and miniature games neither one of us are super into collectible games we're not super into but we are going to talk about the board game category um game accessories card games and uh family games yeah well i guess let's we just start at the top yeah so family game nominees, there's six nominees this year, and um, I have not played all of these, and now I want to. All right. From Cryptozoic Entertainment, the Cartoon Network crossover crisis deck building game. And uh, I've never played it. Well, I, I mean, it's the Cryptozoic. Yes, I mean, it's I've played it because if it uses Cerberus, then I've it played does. it. It does. <laughs> Um, if it uses Cerberus, then I've played it many times. And it does. But I will give this much. Uh, while all of their deck building games are similar because they use that Cerberus engine, yes, yes. they're very good, I think, at adapting the different, the various themes that they use. I played the, so I played the Street Fighter one, and it plays differently than the NHL hockey one, for right. example. And which plays differently from uh, Lord of the Rings, right. which plays and differently from the DC. DC. I've played the DC one. There's also a Naruto one that I've never played. I haven't played the Naruto. I've, I've think... only played the Naruto one, and I've played this cartoon crossover. Is the Attack on Titan one? Is that use? Is that not sure? I've seen it on. I've never actually picked it up and looked at it. I bought this Cartoon Network one because my husband is a huge fan of all those Cartoon Network shows, sure. and. I've played it a couple of times and it's actually pretty fun. And I'm, I don't even, I'm not even, I know those characters, but I'm not super familiar with them and it's still pretty fun. So, you know, congratulations, Cryptozoic on that. From Mayday Games, Garbage Day. Congratulations to my friends at Mayday Games. Um, the first year that I ever met my friends at Mayday Games, they were up for an Origins Award and they won that oh, year. Oh, for Lemonade Stand? No. <laughs> no, they were up for an Origins Award for... I'm sorry, that was, that was mean. That was mean. Um, they were up that year for an Origins Award for Get Bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so this year... Every time I play day. that game, I always win by, like, tricking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, don't don't bite my guy. Oh, I won. Ha, 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 ha. Well, Garbage Day I have not played, but um, it looks like a really fun game. And it's I a would... card stacking game? It is. It's, it's kind of a dexterity game mm-hmm. with cards. Um, I actually really look forward to getting a chance to play it, and... Uh, good luck, Mayday Games. From North Star Games, Happy Salmon. I've watched people play the game. Happy Salmon. <laughs> yes. 
yeah, I'm not sure it's my kind of game. High but, five, high five, high five. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not my, co- my kind of game. But I can see where people have a lot of fun it's playing really it. It's really fun. I like it a lot. Um, so uh, I demoed it at Geekway like two years ago. I don't know, whatever. whenever it came out. Like there was a, one of the vendors was doing a demo and I was like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> I saw some people playing it um, so then they were like, during wanna, International Tabletop yeah, Day. Do you want to demo this game? I was like, yes, yes I, do. I do. And then I immediately bought it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I I think I had it at one point, but I needed. It's on the floor in that room. Okay. So funny <laughs> it's just story. just on the floor in there. I owned it, uh-huh. but I needed a last minute like christmas gift for a, like a family like gift exchange you gifted it to someone no i bought it myself but it hadn't been opened and it was christmas day and stores weren't open so <laughs> so it was in the family gift oh exchange my God. all so, right anyway um uh yeah from pretzel games junk art we've talked about that game yes. before if you want to hear our thoughts about that just listen to the dexterity Episode game seven Five? i think this is nine so I don't know. Whatever. We don't know. We're not necessarily doing the episodes that we say that we're doing at the time that we're doing them. So it's yeah, a little confusing whatever. sometimes. Um, anyway, from Haba Kar- Karuba, Karuba, Karu- Karuba. Ka- I don't know. Karuba? I haven't played it, but Haba always has excellent games. They're always really good family games. So no surprise that they have a nomination there. And uh, yeah, I, I literally know nothing about that game, but oh, well, <laughs> from Arcane Wonders. Speechless, another game that I know nothing about. I've actually heard about that one, and I've, I'm familiar with Mike Elliott, the designer. Yes, I also am familiar with his work. So I'm um, not surprised that it has a nomination, mm-hmm. even though I haven't played it. Yeah. So it, it good luck on to my, all the nominations. It's on my list to check out at Gen Con, swing by their booth and check it out. Well, maybe but, you should check it out at Origins. Um, yeah, I might just do that. Yeah, yeah. So good luck to all those family game nominees. And if you're going to be at Origins, be sure to check out those games and then vote for your favorite one. Um, on to traditional card games. Yes. There are eight nominees. Uh, the first one from Asmodee Games. You got to use your... Oh, from... I can't, I don't have a good announcer voice. Oh, from Asmodee Games. Dream Home. Okay, I've never heard of that. No. Um, it's on the shelf at the store, but I've never looked at it. Oh, well, now I'm going to have to look at it. From Stronghold Games. Fabled Fruit. Attention, Gen Con attendees. The dealer <laughs> will be closing in five minutes. That's what you sound like. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am also not familiar with Fabled Fruit. Yeah, but it's by Friedman Trize. So it's it's from it's a 2F spiel game. Okay. okay. Um, so it's probably, it's probably good. I mean, I've never played a game of his that I didn't like. Well, and Stronghold is known for good games. God, this, this part of the... This is terrible. Here's another game we don't know I anything know, about. But Kanagawa by Yellow. Actually, I kind of know something about this game. It, it uses a small, small deck of cards, and you have well, to like add up to fifteen or game. something like that. I don't know anything. This sucks. I'm familiar with the next one. So Kodama, the Tree Spirits. That one I've played. I, From Action Face Games, Kodama, the Tree Spirits. I super bad want this game. Mm-hmm. I have not bought it yet, but I super bad want it. Yeah. And I'm familiar with the designer, and he is known for good games. It's so. it's pretty cool. I mean, I have it. I don't know how to say his name. Daniel Solis? Solis? S- sure. Um, but he he does good games. And Kodama looks... I love the art in it. Yeah. So I think this is spelled wrong, but I'm not going to tell Origins that. Uh, Gamma... If you guys are listening, uh, I think you spelled it wrong. 
Spelled, oh, yeah, um, I think they did, <laughs> actually. From Renegade Games, Lotus. I'm familiar with that one, too, and it looks great. I have not played it, but it is on my list of games I want to play. Mm-hmm. So now I just want to play it even more so I can vote accurately. <laughs> From Alderac Entertainment Group, Mystic Veil. Good game. It's actually really cool because it's a card building game and it has the sleeves and you have like, it's the clear plastics cards. I know. You and know, you like, like the clear plastic cards. You like build so. the cards. I, I, I can't decide if it's a good game or if it's just or a it's unique just cool. game. Yeah. 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 Uh, from Mayfair Games, Oh My Goods, a game that I had to import because no one was picking it up. It's It was a Lookout Games game. And, oh, okay. You know, I mean, okay. it was probably going to get picked up by Mayfair because they have some kind of deal with them. Um, I mean, there's, look how inconsistent this is. Look, yellow up here is in caps, and then it's down here. Oh, yeah. It, come on. Uh, get, get your stuff gamma. together. Come gamma. on. Come gamma. on. Come on. <laughs> All right. So yellow is competing against itself. <laughs> yes. Um, with the Big Book of Madness. Yes. I have never heard of. Not familiar so with that one. So the problem is, I'm going to level with you guys here. The reason this segment is so bad is because a lot of these lot are of family games. Yeah. No, actually, the family games, we are familiar with all of them. It's the traditional okay. card when games. I say we're not fam- when I say family games, I mean like a game that my parents would play with my nieces or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, you know, they're not going to play Mystic Veil, but they might play... Kadama. Th- they, they might play that, even though, I, I mean, that, nah, no, they wouldn't play that. Anyway, Dream Home, I think, is... is uh, Debbie really likes that. Shout-outs to Debbie. Hey, Debbie, tell <laughs> us about Dream Home. All right, so moving on <laughs> let's to... Just, let's just go to the real part, the part that we know what we're talking about. Well, are we going to skip game accessories? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about these um, game accessories. I haven't bought There's them, a so. thing, uh, an organizer by Broken Token. There's some kind of dungeon dice um, yeah. from Dwarven Forge. I don't know what this is. I don't know anything There's a flip Flip and tray mat case. And then I have no idea what this An means improved d improved, <laughs> <laughs> improved d total <laughs> so i don't know what that is uh-huh all right okay i'm uh, moving on board games yes all right um there's 10 nominees oh this is uh, gamma did you guys even read what you're typing all right this just says blood rage bye and there's no company. It's Cool Mini or Not, or Simon as they're called now, but it's not listed here. The gamma. All right, you know what? You know what? You know what? If you have been like, oh, this segment sucks, send an email to gamma. <laughs> uh, information at origins.org. I don't know what their email address is, but you tell them they need to get their stuff together because we can't do this segment. The reason this segment sucks is because there's no information on their stupid website. Anyway, what is improved D? <laughs> Blood Rage. Um, it's, from by, it's by Cool Simon, Mini. Yeah. But um, designed by Eric M. Lang. Who I, I think he's their official designer now. Um, Blood Rage is essentially zombie side, but with a little bit different rules. Right, which um, is why I did not buy yeah. it. Um, the next one, I gotta from say. Renegade Games. Clank. There it is. A deck building adventure game. Yeah, I gotta say I'm a little bit salty about this one because I keep hearing about how great of a game yeah. it is and I literally can't get it. Yep. I want to play this game and I can't get it. Well, I'll let you know. I had a notification on my phone earlier that it's in stock at our, our favorite St. Louis retailer, 
you could place you could place an order right now. Well, not right now. Please wait until we're done. You could have it. Um, it it's a deck building card game that uses a board. It's basically trains, but fantasy. I really want to play this game because I like deck builders. I've always wanted to play a deck builder with a board because I thought it would be cool. Yeah, it's this cool. game came out and I was like, oh, and I, I, I'm so I'm a little salty about this one. I really want to play it. From Portal Games, Cry Havoc, designed by Grant Rudiak, who designed that farm, that farm frenzy game, and some other games. Uh, it was fifth, 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 street games, fifth. Oh, okay, okay. Fifth. Okay. Um, I have not played Cry Havoc, but I have heard good things about it. From so. Z-Man Games slash, it's just Asmodee. Uh, Feast for Odin. Which is not available in any stores. It's it is not. literally been sold out for six months. It really has. That's <laughs> another one you can't get. Yeah. I have tried to get that one. You yeah. can't get it. Yeah, it's real hard to get. Um, Red Raven Games, Islebound. That's I think another one I'd really like. like that. I, I, think I do like want that, that a lot. One. I want that one. I did just recently pick up another one of their games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, near, you got near and far. I did. Right? Yeah. No, not, yeah. Above oh. and below. I got above and below. Yes. I have pre-ordered near and far okay. and I want Islebound. Yes. yes. So really, I just want to own all of their games. Red Raven games puts us some good stuff. They do. And I, I, I met those guys um, at SaltCon. Super cool guys too. So from fantasy flight, which is just Asmo day <laughs> mansions of madness. I assume they mean second edition. It doesn't say here, but I assume it's they mean second they edition. Mean. Yeah. Um, and it, if you want to learn about that game, it, that's way too much for us to talk about. But man, if you like Cthulhu style games, there's your game. Yeah, for real. It's fantastic. That one, honestly, unless this next one wins, I could see Mansions of Madness second edition taking it. I can tell you what there's, unless I get to play Clank and I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you when we're done with this, my vote is down between two. Okay. But. From Stonemeyer Games, Scythe. And yes, it's pronounced Scythe, not Scythe. It's not Scythe, it's, it's Scythe. It's not Scythe, Jason. Um, really like this game. So Jamie Stegmeyer was beta testing this thing for like three years at Geekway. And I played it back when there was actually a, a Scythe in the game. And he, he, so he didn't have all the minis made. So he just had like random little things. And one of them was a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was really, you know... Every time I told him, I was like, look, if you're going to run a Kickstarter, can you put it as like a Kickstarter thing that you get one of these puppies? <laughs> and no, it <laughs> no, didn't happen. Didn't. Um, I did not think I would like the game because it looked it's really super, complicated. It's super, it is super complicated looking. Honestly, I didn't think I would like complicated games. But now that um, our group has started getting into more complicated games, I have found that I do like them. Now, when you, you say... You just got to keep me focused. Yeah. When you say that, you mean you. Me. Yeah. Yes. Because I've always been into super complicated games. Yeah. Twilight Imperium is one of my favorite games. I did games. not think I would like complicated games, but you guys have to keep me focused, yes. but I do enjoy them. From Fantasy Flight, Star Wars Rebellion. Which is... I've never heard anyone talk about. I bought it. I played it once. I have heard no one say anything about it ever. It's Twilight I Imperium I forgot that it existed. It's... At least that's what it looks it's like not, when you look at the board. It's, I mean, it looks like it sort of. Yeah, it's not. It's okay. really not. It's okay. hide and seek. Oh. oh. Um. I okay. Here's oh my, my thing God. with that one. Gamma. This what? All right. Go to go to originsawards.net slash current hyphen origins hyphen awards hyphen nominees. 
This is the worst thing. I feel like look at uh, this terraforming Mars. Bye. I know. Um, I feel like wh- while I'm looking up, just to make sure I'm right on the um, publisher here. Oh, okay. I I feel like the Star Wars genre, as far as games goes, I feel like Fantasy Flight has kind of gone overboard, and there's mm-hmm. just. I think the reason we haven't heard mu- that much about Rebellion is because there's so many Star Wars games out right now. But anyway, on to Terraforming Mars. All right. From Stronghold Games, Terraforming Mars. I mean, yes. you were looking you were looking it up. <laughs> I could have told you. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I was okay. right. Um, yeah, Terraforming Mars, which I had a hard time getting this one, and then we finally got some copies of it in. So I own this one. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good, but man... Like this, this is really hard to predict who's going to win, but I guess we can live tweet about it. If we go to the award ceremony again. Oh yeah, we totally yeah. should. Yeah. Um, Terraforming Mars is a pretty good sci-fi game. If you're into sci-fi games, it's real hard to get right now, but from what I'm told in about a month, there should be another print run available. So from the time of this episode recording, maybe a few weeks, maybe a couple weeks, just keep an eye on, on your favorite retailer. And you know, if you guys are super nice to us on one of our giveaways that we'll do, maybe Ooh. we'll give away a copy. Ooh, we 100% could do that. We could do that. Um, now, this next one, is it's got two publisher credits because one of them is a really small company and they teamed up. Anyway, from Renegade Game Studios and Foxtrot Games, World's Fair 1893. You own that game. I do. It's it's okay. It's really, it's Okay. I'm not going to say anything bad about it because it's it's not a bad game. It's just it it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Is all right, I will say. Right. So yeah, um, those are those. Uh, and then the collectible games, you know, Yu Gi Oh, Pokemon, Magic, HeroClix, whatever. And then um, some miniature games. Uh, so yeah, that's it of for which us. I have played exactly one of these. So I really before I before Origins. I'm I'm really sorry for this segment, guys. It's before Origins. I want to play more of these games. Yeah, yeah. At least the ones I can. At Origins, all of these games um, will be available to play. Mm-hmm. So the ones that I can't get my yeah, because Origins hands has a on, really great board gaming library. Yes, and the and the publishers always make these available in the area where you can vote. Yes, as well. So the ones that yes, I can't get my hands on. The attendees of Origins play a large hand in who they do. of these of these winners yeah i mean once the nominations are done they give you those little like tokens these, yeah these winners are decided by the people that attend origins mm-hmm. so and and i will vote um but i want to try to at origins play some of these games that i haven't been able to get my hands on before i before i place my vote i really want to know okay so it, it, the award ceremony is june 17th but I, I really want to know where this like email address is to tell these people this Oh, this pain. <laughs> yeah, they. It's like, I don't know. I, I just. It's it's mildly frustrating that this website is. Uh... Well, anyway, what do we got? What, what else we got? We got recipes. We got Kickstarter. We got some other stuff. Well, moving on. Um, so the recipe this week. Yes. Um, the I theme... really love this. I love that you put this. So this is great. the theme this week, we were talking about games that we really like that had mechanics that we really don't like. So I wanted to think about foods that include something that I usually hate. Yeah, you spelled it wrong. though. No, it's okay. I did. Um, so I 
decided to include um, the recipe this week is uh, cranberry jalapeno cream cheese dip. I generally hate jalapenos, like hate them. And I'm not generally the biggest fan of cranberries either. But for some reason, you mix these together with cream cheese. It is a super win. And it's like crack. I will sit and eat crap out of it. So don't turn your nose up at this. Seriously, the next time you have a gathering and you need to bring something, make this dip and you will thank me for this later. All right. So guys, you know the deal. If you make the recipe at home, send us some pictures, tweet it, Facebook it, Instagram it, whatever. We will post a picture once I <laughs> actually get the gallery page up and going. Gallery coming soon. Um, but yeah, that, there you go. Yep, yep, yep. So, Jared, yeah. what have you backed on Kickstarter lately? Okay, so, I don't know. Uh, man, this is, this is real dumb. This is a Martin Wallace game about birds. Mm. Okay, <laughs> you did not make that sound like a great thing that we should back. <laughs> Um, it's called Moa, and uh, if you've ever played a a Martin Wallace game before, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. There's just a lot of stuff going on in the game, but the artwork oh, looks pretty cool. You have mentioned this before. You yeah. said that it was coming up, and the art is beautiful. It really is. So you play as birds, and um, you have to like fight off the mammals that are trying to like sneak their way in. I guess they're stealing your eggs. I, I, I don't know. It's a Martin Wallace game. So really, uh, the, you know how earlier we talked about games that prioritize the theme over the mechanics. That's pretty well every Martin Wallace game. Now at this point, you will only have a few days to go back this. Yes. Um, so if you're interested in this game and I'm telling you, go look at it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And if you backed uh, previous games by this company, um, which used to be Ape Games. Oh, they still are. Okay. Um, so, like, if you backed uh, the Great Dinosaur Rush or Petrocore, then you can get a slight discount. Um, a couple bucks. No big deal. You can also get Petrocore. You can also. So, the Kickstarter for Petrocore ended. It's over. But they still are essentially taking pre-orders for it through their next Kickstarter. Which is not a practice that I'm really, I mean, do what you want with Kickstarter, really. But come on, you already ran the Petrichor Kickstarter. Come on. It's over. You know what? If it'll help them fund the next game, whatever. I mean, it's fine. I just, it's weird. I mean, it's almost a $100 pledge to get both games, mm -hmm. but whatever. Go for it. The art is beautiful. It's worth taking a look at. So go take a look at MOA from ape games um i also backed this cool game about spaghetti <laughs> of course you did um, i don't know how to pronounce it because it's in french fruity de mare i uh, nope yep. nope nope freddy 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 de Meyer. <laughs> i'm oh, gonna no, i'm gonna butcher this real quick uh, because okay. i can't do french um fruity, fruity de mare. that's what i think it is but yeah, we, we I, I like that we both said the same thing at the same time. So if we're wrong, we're both wrong. Yeah. Um, yep. But it's a game about seafood and spaghetti. Um, the board art makes my brain hurt real bad. Oh, now I got to go find it. Oh, yeah, you should check it out. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Jared, that is almost as bad as the back of the cards on 11Zs. <laughs> Uh, but it looks really cool. It, um, I was I was reading about it. I, I watched some videos. Oh, I gotta scroll away from that. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I mean, I guess it looks like a plate of spaghetti. But yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yep. Man. Yeah. And um, for as low as uh, what one euro, which is like a dollar maybe, um, you can get the print and play. Oh well, that's so, pretty cool. Even if you look at the game and you're like, I don't want to spend like twenty, thirty dollars. Okay, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. How many people that back at the print and pay level play level actually? Do you print think and play? actually print and play games? Yeah, I mean, there's probably a. I think of the them. percentage is probably low. Though. I think it's probably really low, and I don't know why. Earlier, I said a really dumb thing. I told you guys. The, the full like go to originsawards.net slash blah 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 i'm just gonna put that link yeah because if they don't fix it by the time we post this episode oh my god guys gamma get it together you, do you know how much money they are given spell games correctly <laughs> um always include the publisher um and it, spell the publisher the same way both times you <laughs> Put the publisher's name in a list. And I didn't look at designer names. They might have misspelled those two. Well, because I don't know for sure how all the different... I mean, some of the designer names have some names that yeah. I will not remember. So, yeah. yeah um, Eric Lang was spelled correctly, though. It was. Um, yeah, whoever is doing that for you guys, Gamma or Academy, you guys really need to uh, have a copy editor. Says the girl that didn't notice the typo on our business oh, card. Oh, you didn't either. Um, I also didn't. So <laughs> I never claim to be a good copy editor. I am a really good content editor. I am not the best copy editor. All right, that's fine. I don't know what this blinking green light means on the mixing board. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It is not recording us currently. <laughs> it is. It is. I can so. see the levels. Anyway. Well, anyway. I think that's all we got today. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it from us here at Eat, Shit, and Dice. Be sure to follow us on social media yep. when we hit 150 likes on all of them. Uh, well, Johnny, don't don't bother with that. By the time this episode's well, we posted, will have it'll one already of them. have happened. Maybe not on Facebook and Instagram. Although, Maybe not. Maybe not. Although we're, we're closing in on it on all of them. Yes. So um, so make sure yeah. to smash that subscribe button. Yeah, we need it. We, we're, we're quite a ways away from the 150 likes subscribers on uh, YouTube and I really yeah. want to hit the hundred so that we cannot have yeah. a jumble of numbers for our channel. So we're going to be, we're going to be posting more video content, um, a lot more video content soon. Follow us on Twitter because we will do um, some live Periscope stuff um, from Geekway. Although we'll be back from Geekway. When you... <laughs> yep. Um, we'll do it from origins. So here's, here's how, live you, from here's origins. how you spin this Johnny. Uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, we had we just posted some videos from our fun convention trip to Geekway to the West in St. Louis, Missouri. On, follow us on Twitter, and you'll be able to check out some of our videos that we posted, some some of our periscopes that we posted live while we were at Geekway. Yeah. And coming up soon, uh, we'll post some live videos from Origins. Yeah, yeah. We've taken taken all of our equipment with us and going crazy. I will get used to this recording way ahead of time yeah yeah anyway that's gonna do it from us uh, until next time i'm jared i'm johnny and you can eat shit and dice
Eat Chit and Dice is a production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0 international. Today, in my memories on Facebook, came up, and it was from a memory when I was doing a craft fair, like, five years ago. Apparently, I turned around, it was an outdoor craft fair, and my best friend's son was trying to take crap on the lawn, <laughs> just in the middle of this craft fair, and he was so nonchalant about it, she was like, son, what are you doing? And he was like, trying to poop. Well, there you go, Laura. See you later. <laughs>